Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, what's up? It's Vi. Before we get started with this week's episode, I just want to tell you guys a little bit about our presenting sponsor, Anchor. So if you're wondering how Ari and I got started with podcasting, it's all thanks to this awesome tool called Anchor. They gave us a platform to record, edit, and distribute our podcast right from our phones or computers. And they're free. I know. They helped us get Everything Sucks Drink Wine uploaded to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other channels without having us do any of the work. And they're our first sponsor. So if you're looking for a way to kickstart your podcasting career, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Enjoy the episode, guys. Another episode of ASMR with Bye. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I put you guys through that. What is up, you guys? Welcome to episode um 11 of Everything's. I forgot the name for a second. Of Everything Sucks. Drink wine. Now you're wondering where the hell is the other annoying ass voice? There are always two, two bats singing at the same time, not just one. And um, do not worry. This is in fact not a caller daddy situation. Um, we actually pre-recorded this episode, forgot to do the introduction because we have a really cool, cool, cool surprise for you coming. So you obviously like stay tuned for the rest of this episode. But yeah, so basically because of that, we didn't record an intro, and so I'm like, uh, I'll just do it. It's okay. It's okay. Um, we'll have Miss Bubsters talk about the wonderful wine of the episode that we were drinking that night uh, when we recorded it. I'm just living life, you know, just like last minute things. It is what it is. It's all fun and games. Um Wait, I'm trying to think if there's like anything important. Oh, yeah. Wait. Okay. If you guys are interested at all, I started a new job. I know I told you guys about that last week that it was, I was in the week before it. I just started and I honestly, it's like, dude, it's like college orientation. It's, but in, honestly for me that's a good thing because I was I need that energy in my life the only thing that I'm like struggling with right now is my social battery so pre-covid I'm like okay so like now I'm rambling but um, my Myers-Briggs pre-covid pre was like 95% extrovert like I 100% derive my energy from other people but um covid hit right and so I probably am like that number is down. Um, your girl's negative 1,000 on the scale of extrovert. So it's a little interesting trying to get back into it. So um, if you guys want to hang out or something, help me get my extrovert levels up. I would love that. That'd be fantastic. Oh, and um, see, in other news, sorry, that was really annoying. In other fucking news, I got my first COVID vaccine today. I know you guys are all applauding right now and I'm like super psyched about it. Um, I'm just ready for this fucking pandemic to be over to be completely honest. Um, cannot wait to get out there, get living life again, um, doing the fun shit that I shouldn't be doing, all of that. Yeah, 
but cool now you guys are like why shut up you literally are filling in all the gaps of speaking and you're talking too much so shut up and i'm like yes i will take this piece of advice from you and i will hand the floor over to bubby hey guys what's poppin it's aria i just wanted to hop on here real quick to tell y'all a little bit about this week's wine of the episode and yes it is officially episode 11 so i'm gonna try my very best to sound as wine connoisseur like as possible okay so here we go this week's wine is a mcmanus family vineyards 2019 cab Cabernet Sauvignon from, surprise, surprise, California. It has 13.5% alcohol with oaky and black fruit notes such as blackberry and plum. It has a bold, rich texture, falls on the drier side, and I would even venture to say it's pretty well balanced in terms of acidity. So y'all are probably wondering how the hell I obtained so much knowledge about wine since the last episode. Well, that's one secret I'll never tell. XOXO, your fellow Moscato. Oh god, okay. So well, um, that sounded a lot better in my head than it did out loud, so we're just gonna move past that. Uh, enjoy the episode, guys. Cheers! Well, hey guys. Okay, today's episode we have another freaking guest star. That's right. We're bringing in people. I'm actually really pumped Ooh. about this one. Um, <laughs> I, love that. I love the third voice just like in there. Okay. Uh, well, well, cool. Today we have a girl for once, not um, Mr. Boyfriend, which is good. All right, everybody. This is my cousin Ishita. Say hi. Hello. Down from the south. Not like we've just been recording for a whole 10 minutes. <laughs> and like, yes. it's been the time seeing you guys. <laughs> Well, cool, girl. I'm really excited to have you on. But yeah, no, I've, I feel like we've only met like twice. But like, you know, like I feel like... Honestly, it's good that you guys have met at all. Yeah, no, it's really crazy. I was just about to say, I feel like Marathi people in general are very intertwined with their families, you know, and not mm-hmm. just like blood mm-hmm. family, but like what we call like family, like community family. Yeah, that's so yeah. true. I think it's because I don't meet that many Marathi families no. where I live. So when we do find them, we're like, whoa, you're Marathi too? Yeah, exactly. It is so it's just like, oh my God. And it's funny because like it, the world is way too small for it actually to be a thing. But I feel like I've mentioned this to you, Ashita, but Mr. Boyfriend's friend who you knew in high school... Okay. Wait, he's not just my high school friend. He's like, our moms were pregnant at the same time. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. He's like my brother. Not even just like, I tie Rocky to him and everything. (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet. Also really sad because I I feel like Jay told me that he definitely had a crush on you at one point. Oh yeah, I'm sure he did. Actually, this is a really funny story. Wait, should I like put him on blast? Yeah, do it. Do it. Okay, this is like so funny. Okay, so I literally remember like our moms are like real tight and they would make us go to these dumb Marathi Mandal events. Okay, and this is like right at the beginning when like cell phones were a thing. So like I was maybe in like middle school and like he's like sitting across the room. We came together. Okay, totally fully came together. We were all hanging out and then like all of a sudden my phone goes bzz, bzz, bzz. and then I like look down and he texts and messages me and he's like, hey, I like you. And I literally was like, <laughs> Stop. So, like, what am I supposed to do with this? Wait, that is the most middle school thing I've ever heard. That like, is so I, awkward. Why would you, why in person? Like, why do this when you're there? Also, you guys came together. So you guys were going to go back together probably, yes. right? And I was going to see him probably the day after because, like, you know, like he's in my life. So, like, I'm literally like, why are you doing this to me? Like, this is so unnecessary. 
I'm like, I don't know. I feel like oh, no. always as a girl, like for some reason, there's like this pressure of like letting them down gently. You know, it's like you don't oh, want God. them yeah. to think there's something oh, wrong God. with them. So I'm like, oh, like, you know, I'm like really busy with school. Like, bitch, you have in seventh grade. What the <laughs> fuck do I have going on? Like, <laughs> gotta start studying for the SATs yeah, now. Yeah, like seven years in advance. I'm loving the fact that you came up with that, though. I feel like as a seventh grader, I'd be like, I have no idea what even to say. Like, oh my god! How do I let this? Like, I would have been like, ew. Yeah, like yeah. okay. That's why I think I was so like, wow, because like, I tied Rocky to him since I was four. So I was like, this is like white people incest stuff. Like we don't do this out here. This is. like and his sister is sitting right next to me and I'm literally like not even like an iPhone so I'm like pushing the buttons like three four times (laughs) oh my god and I'm like oh my god I'm like I'm sorry like I just I don't feel that way about you he was like what's wrong like why don't you and I'm like Wait, what? What? <laughs> I ask questions. What? Are you making this worse? Just go home. Uh, Why are you extending the rejection? Yes. And then, like, he would text so me. Bad. He's like, what, Is it going to be awkward? And I'm like, No, no, it won't be awkward. It won't be awkward. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I. Uh, no idea <laughs> but this was really funny he told me that and I was like wow the world is like very like too small all the Marathi people yeah. know each other wait how did Jay know I think they were neighbors okay so, yeah they okay, all went to high school sense. together probably yeah yeah I also love how he waited to like text you even though you guys were coming Best together friend. leaving together at the event together yeah oh that's just God. like I feel like some so next of, level shit he's probably like group texting with the boys like whatever his two little friendos were and they're like yeah say it right now dude Could like you even group text right at now. that point in time <laughs> I don't yeah, like know. 2010 2009 I feel like that was when you had to send like seven single single messages <laughs> Like, that's literally it was like do you like and unlimited texting was a yeah thing. do you like, like me yes like or no <laughs> yeah oh, <laughs> i'm cringing <laughs> so, so this was definitely one of his friends hyping him up and being like do it do it dude do it right now like okay right now plot twist it was jay yeah, plot twist, it was <laughs> yeah, come on. that's the name of this episode do you like me yes or no, <laughs> or no. that's so funny <laughs> Um, I have a good story. Oh, yeah. Tell us your story. Okay. So um, let's call this story, this is me, but it's not my body. Oh, so, <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs> it sounds like a drunk story. <laughs> it's Okay. It's not a story. Let's just say it's a saga. Okay. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> oh. Basically, it's like this whole concept. Okay. The story is about me. Long story short. Okay. I, I interviewed for a job recently. Mm-hmm. The only people I interviewed with was with secretaries. Okay. And I'm mm-hmm. interviewing for like legal intern positions. So I was just talking to them and I was like, oh, okay, so like, you know, what's your pay? Like, what do you do around here? And they're all just like, oh, mm-hmm. we do administrative work. And I was like, okay, so like, what would my role be out here? And they're like, you'd also do administrative work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, okay. <laughs> and then I literally like kept going for this interview on and on. And like, you know, just me like being so thankful for like any opportunity. I'm like, yes, thank you. Like I'm like touching her yeah. feet, like trying to do Ashurabh. I'm like, yes, yes, I'll do anything. <laughs> and then like literally the guy walks in and he was like, oh, what's your name? And I was just like, oh, Ishita. And he was just like, oh, for some reason, 
I thought you were a guy. You're interviewing for the legal intern position, right? And I'm like, yeah. And then he was just like, oh, like, this is not who you're supposed to be interviewing with. And, like, literally, I just looked like a secretary being a girl walking into this office. And, like, long story short, I was just, like, so offended because, first of all, like, I was wearing a suit. I was wearing a power suit, okay? I was ready in there to kick ass. She must have thought I was like devils wear Prada and just like way too dressed up. <laughs> Wait, that so, is like, actually fuck. really fucked up. Yeah. So like it was just crazy. Like, I can't believe that happened. What the hell? It's me, but it's not my body. Like the guy totally expected me to be a guy based off of my resume and then was just like automatically directed me in a different direction because I had boobs. I hate that. What the actual? Okay, wait. Did you have to do another interview right after? Yes. Oh, oh my god. The things we do for a job. I was just like, it's fine. Though. Like, let's just keep going. Are I they guess. joking? Wait. Okay. Yeah. Also, how does the interviewer so lady not have your resume on hand? That is my question. Like, no, she, she had my resume, and she was just like, "Wow, you're really overqualified for this administrative position." And I'm like, "Okay, did I they not so like jobs. announce what this was for? Like, hey, we're interviewing for like this position." Like, it was just like normal. really fast, but it was just like because like law firms are very small, you know, mm-hmm. like there's no corporate HR, so it's like their administrative assistance doing all of this stuff but yeah it was crazy like I can't even begin to tell you how many times wait that really pisses me off yeah and I read this turn into another men suck drink wine isn't it yeah (laughs) I read this crazy statistic that like only like four percent of lawyers are Asian and like an even small percentage of lawyers are Asian females that's that's really sad sad. actually what the hell I had no idea like Imagine, like, growing up, how many of your uncles and aunts or your parents were like, go be a lawyer? I feel like I mainly just heard doctor. Mm-hmm. And engineers, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 It was always it's very, like, enough. science-oriented. I feel like law was never pushed, at least in my mm-hmm. yeah. opinion. I think law's but, a new one. Yeah, I think I, now it's, like, doctor, engineer, lawyer. Everyone's yeah, like, okay, those yeah. are the three. Like, that's you can it. make money. <laughs> um, so it's just, yeah. yeah, that's just so weird. And I guess that makes sense because, like, I don't know a lot of Asian lawyers. Like, I do yeah. now. And there, every time I see one, I'm like, whoa, cool, Asian lawyer. But I'm like, why do I feel this way? Because <laughs> there's not enough that there needs to be, like, so many more. Um, Did you guys want to talk about the family dynamic you were talking about earlier? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I can give the family background, just, like, give our quick family tree. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So for the pod listeners, you don't know this, but Ish and I come from, like, a gigantic family. There's so many of us that I feel like all of Houston Indian people is just our family. No, for real. <laughs> It is. So all of our grandparents are siblings. So there's 11 of them. What? Yeah, yeah. there's 11 of them. Only like three or four have passed. Like, thank God. But like, my grandpa, That's I think, is the crazy. oldest one right now, and he's 87. So, oh my God. Yeah. That and is like, crazy. Each of, them, each of them got married and had at least two children minimum. And then all oh, of wow. them got married and had at least two children minimum, which brings me and Arya. That's, yeah. And my mom specifically came from a sibling chain of four. <sighs> 
So yeah. <laughs> they had they surpassed the two minimum range. Yeah. I feel like I don't know 70% of my family. Isha and I actually only met like in when I was in high school. When I was a I senior in high know. school, we met for the first time. Yeah, for like that New Year's party. Yeah. I remember <laughs> we were oh playing flip cup in your bedroom. Yeah, and we had snuck alcohol <laughs> for the first time. Sorry, mom, but it definitely was alcohol at <laughs> the time. What? That's yeah, that's and I thought crazy. they were so cool. I was like, oh, my cousins from like up north Philly area, you know, they're down to drink, whatever. From up north, <laughs> they're down to drink. Then the fucking engagement happened. Yeah, that was fun. Dude, that is so fun. Okay, well, I wanted you guys to talk about like because I know we like touched on this a little bit, but I want you guys to like tell me how you became a lawyer or like what how like careers happen in your family because I know that's a big part of like having imposter imposter syndrome is just like getting into a career and you're like I'm just I don't know if I'm talented to be here or if it was fucking like because I'm a woman of color that I got here like all these things what uh, mm-hmm. what did that look like for right. y'all okay so I feel like for me and I think Arya can kind of relate we both come from two very strong-minded mothers who like are kind mm-hmm. of I would say like not to like you know stroke it or whatever but like the financial backbones of our family right I feel like our side of the family is pretty conservative in the sense of like what they allow females to do in the sense of like how outside of the two pathways could you like dip out, right? So like Mm. our moms, like my mom's not related to the family, like my dad is, but like my mom and her mom, actually, it's really funny. Like my mom and her mom have the same name. They made my mom change her name. Like the, not like, yeah, like my grandpa's dad so like mm-hmm. the great grandfather made my mom yeah. change her name wait that's so sad oh yeah, i did not so know that yeah like her name's not arusha really her name's anurada i wait let's change it back wait. <laughs> I, uh, it's okay i'm gonna name my daughter anu oh that would yes. be so yes. cute just like crazy things like that right like where if mm-hmm. someone said that to us now like imagine getting in- married into a family and they're like Actually, we already have an Aria who's like a second cousin removed. And so now you have to change your name to like Bhavana. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> You're like, I would be like, hell fucking no. I'm like, I will pass. That's, that's, it's just weird that's, also that it's your mom. It's not even that like far removed, like mm, out of generations. Yeah. It's literally like the generation prior. Yeah, no, it's not yeah. like older. Than, she's like not even 50 yet. That's crazy. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's then, crazy. I did not know that. Yeah, and, like, you know, I feel like both of our moms have been very, like, vocal about their own careers. So, like, if you look at a set of us, who's me, Rucha, and Aria are very headstrong, very outspoken, very, like, less ashamed of our career mishaps or just, like, life mistakes in general. Like, there's a lot of shame that comes along with, like, that family with females kind of stepping out of line you know it's like because you me and rucha all went through a little bit of like a career change in college but like all of us are like totally fine now versus like in the sense of like oh my parents wanted to be be to be a doctor and i just never could there comes a point where you have to just be like i that wasn't for me i'm doing something new now here it is everyone deal with it or like this whole like Oh, because I didn't go to medical school, like, I know, like, the only way my parents will think of me as good is if I go to grad school, right? Mm. So it's like, mm. if you don't go to oh, grad wait, school. wait, when I got into Harvard, did did you hear anything about it? Because I, I heard a little. No, bit yeah. Like, it was, like, so <laughs> dramatic, like, where everyone was just, it was, like, it wasn't, like, from a place of, like, oh, my God, you got into Harvard. That's so freaking cool. It's, like, look at him. He got into Harvard. You're younger than him. What are you doing with your life? 
But like, you know, for me, my mom's like, mm-hmm. go get, go like visit him so you can get like inside and like meet a counselor who will help you also get your MBA there. Like, you know, <gasps> oh, like, no. you know, just like, but as a lawyer, you don't need an MBA. Wait, wait, let me tell you something so crazy. My mom is like that crazy Indian mom that like, she's a doctor, has been in her career for 25 years. And now she's like getting into the point where she's like had her own practice, but she wants to sell it off and she wants to go into more of like the management aspect. And so then like, mm-hmm. she's like, I'm going to go get my MBA just to do it. You know, I don't even, because of my experience, I don't even have to take any wow. tests. And so then I was like, cool. And then she goes, so if I can do it, you guys can do it too. And I'm literally like, oh, <laughs> she's doing it out of spite. You know, oh. they're like, they ask me how I do it. I say pain. That's literally what my mom does. Like, I love that. Wait, what? That's okay. Yeah. That's like next level like parenting. She's like, all right, if you're not going to actually do it, I'll show you. And then you have to, then you have no excuses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so wait, okay. Was it easier for your guys' male cousins to like decide what they wanted to do with their lives? And like whatever it may be, like even if it wasn't doctor, engineer, lawyer, they were like their parents were more important. I don't think there's one that hasn't fallen into like the doctor yeah, like path at least at the yeah. beginning of college. <laughs> all of the boys also all of those guys belong to like the way they're connected to the Bavaria family is like their moms or like mm. dads are the ones and their dads are very also quiet like all the guys mm. from that side of the family ended up being like that entire family is very like hush hush stick to like doing the routine like don't draw attention to yourself kind of a family Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like that's also like a Marathi thing yeah like I think more so Marathi people than like other Indian people which is weird like I've very recently realized that we're a lot more like low-key yeah low-key like nazar lagil or some shit like that yeah like like, literally we're always scared of what how other people will perceive it to the point where we can't live our lives almost you know like you're just like to the point where we feel bad about like showing off our accomplishments they're like no 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 no, they'll take the stupid rock salt and every time something good happens in my life why but like (laughs) sometimes like if something good happens i'll go home and i'm like mom do drista on me right now yes now i'm scared of it and i'm totally like yes please do this because i'm now embedded in my blood now i'm like everyone's out to get me it is insane i've been dating this guy for like two years now and you know like he's like the first solid guy i've dated i literally the first time we went to go meet my mom and my dad like i was like mama do thirsty and like he's like grew up in a super country town he's indian but he grew up in a super country town and his parents are like Mm -hmm born here so they're like not very much in mm-hmm. tune with like you know Mara- like we have like such a deep culture and so yeah. then he's just like watching yeah. my mom do it and you know there's one part where like she goes behind you and you're not supposed to look back so he turned yeah. and then everyone yeah. in my family's like don't look back and he's like <laughs> Also, our family does not hold back vocally. It must have been a resounding tumble. Yeah, everything sounds like a scream shout. 
Okay, but like, I guess like now I'm wondering, because like for me going into, well, I don't think I was ever, I ever showed any aspect of being a doctor. I think my parents like from the age of like seven were like, okay, yeah, she's not very scientifically inclined. Um, So then that was never really an option for me. Maybe like engineering and stuff, but like I think my parents are leaning more towards like a, a law career also because i mean it's also another freaking thing that brown wait bub your mom and my mom signed us up for that engineering prep class when we lived in Mm -hmm. india i'm i'm talking about like high school onwards (laughs) and they were when they were really like okay what is she gonna do because like in high Mm -hmm. school like yeah i took ap chem and shit like that but like did i do well (laughs) so they were like okay so she's not good at that okay we know that now like she just took the classes to take the classes i think they weren't that way we're like okay she's probably not gonna do do this very well anyways so what can she do and then obviously lawyers started happening there was a point in my life where i was like i want to be a journalist and then um wait i remember that your mom yeah she freaked out and like the good thing is like at least with my parents they were never freaking out to me they'd freak out to everybody else but to me they'd be like are Mm -hmm. you sure are we sure we want to do that you want to do like marketing instead and so like Mm -hmm. they eased me into like marketing then they're like okay are you sure about marketing do you want to do management okay are you sure about management do you want to do econ and then i stuck to econ (laughs) it took them dwindling it down but now there's the you cannot leave mm-hmm. your uh, like education like you have to get the highest degree that you could possibly get yeah in whatever you do yeah. I think our and parents like, come from like this generation where like degrees equal stability in life mm-hmm. you know yeah. like the more paper yeah. you have behind your name the more paper you'll have in the bank mm. my mom always says that like education is like the tool of like the middle class person like that's yeah. how you succeed in life if you're educated then you're able to get better jobs you're able to like provide better for your family so that's like always been drilled into my head from a very young age that I need to be very well educated mm. to survive yeah I feel like education though is like dynamic for our generation right like it doesn't mean it has mm-hmm. to be in a school like like okay some of our no, cousins there's so many different ways to learn yeah like some of our cousins are literally just coders you know yeah, yeah. and they're like so yeah. much more successful than like people who are their age doing mm-hmm. like something traditional like mechanical engineering you know like yeah, yeah i mean it's yeah. Like I also- interesting right because like you could be a coder have like six figs in the bank coming in every year but then also you're like so less in debt than everyone else is like it's just because you yeah. have one one undergrad degree and you are only sitting on like a couple of thousand dollars of debt but also are making shit tons of money so i feel like that just from a young age work. also like you yeah. start earning big time when you're young yeah. versus like if you became a doctor you wouldn't earn till you're like late 20s early 30s yeah it's for like, as cheap yeah. as indians are for like living like they do not have any qualms when it comes to spending on education, education. schools like that's what they're saving it for for education and marriage God. And marriage, yes, of course. <laughs> but now that I'm like in the business world, I'm like, shit, okay, now I have to like, I'm in a new mindset. Like, I went to fucking Iowa. Like, I had to become a white boy to do anything. Yeah. And, like, oh, God bless it, your heart. It was weird. Like, I was a type of person that I would, I'm not even joking. Like, I have a lot of like random Patagonia shit, random Vineyard Vine shit random like Eddie Bauer shit just because like that was like how you fit in like it was it all came yeah. from, like clothes and like were you mm-hmm. subscribed to morning brew and shit like that it's just like why I don't do even I know, know what that, that is 
Yeah. What is morning brew? I was like, yeah, morning brew, sure. I'm so mad. It's like, so funny. No, it's this newsletter that um you get like at like in the mornings. It's a whole bunch of financial news mostly and tech news. And like every single, I guarantee every single business fat boy that you will meet has a morning brew subscription. And that's just like a thing. And so like I, I, I just like he probably <laughs> does. I'm going to be yeah, he's that like ass. Country Indian boy. That is actually really funny. Does he have an <laughs> accent? I'm just curious. No, but he's like from like Lubbock, which is like literally the whitest the town white ever. Town. You know, he's like a Nikhil who goes by Nick. Oh. Oh, oh. Gotcha. oh my God. making him more brown no yeah I was about to say like I'm the complete opposite but yeah no it's just it, it's weird because like I started this job and like I have forgotten how to put smiley faces in my emails I've forgotten how to like be exciting like be fun and shit and it's because yeah. I talk like a white I've become a white boy and I'm like fuck I looked in the mirror yesterday I was like okay how do I want to start this job do they do they want to know like fun by do they want to know like the person that like I actually am or like do I have to like work as twice as hard to get like half as far again and I was just like it's fucking weird like I think that's a big thing in like my career specifically and I'm sure it's like a thing in like law school yeah. and you're in finance so like that's a big thing too my emails now sound like a 40 year old man like it's very like to the point very like um borderline rude but in a professional <laughs> manner yeah i use i hard use the periods i'm like short fragment sentences yeah. like send me email Please respond now. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. When you show niceness, they don't respond on time. No. You have to be like very blunt about it. You have to be like, I need this now. Yeah. No, yeah. Like I feel like especially in the legal field, like you only see like these big law firms having like old white men. And then if you do see females, they're like blue eyed, blonde haired females. And I'm like, but oh, wait, like yeah. I don't look like any of you guys. And then it's like, do I act like, do I act like I'm like, you know, an American Indian who grew up in Houston with like not many white people around me? Or do I like put on like, hey, I'm Ashita. Yeah, I graduated from Thurgood Marshall, like white voice. You know, oh, it's like, oh no. Do all of us have like kind of like a white person voice? Because I feel yes. like my white person voice is much higher pitched. Yeah. I'm like, I want to seem as like sweet as possible for some reason. Mine's like super clear. You know, I enunciate everything. No, I completely <laughs> agree. I feel like I sound different when I take like meetings and then I'll have like my mom on the phone like after and then I, 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 I just switch. I don't know how it happens, but it just like magically switches. But yeah, no, Ish, that's so annoying like also the law office story that you said like yeah just like yeah I'm so not fuck? <laughs> like first of all no. how could they even categorize you like it's literally like yep there's like blonde hair blue blue eyes girls but like you wouldn't even you're not even that so like they I bet they should have been a little bit confused <laughs> like which oh interview God. I feel like for? okay like not a popular opinion but I feel like a lot of secretaries are minority females mm. okay so it's like I when you see that. a minority female what do you think they're gonna be here for other than just like a low level job 
not someone who can go to grad school, who can pay those extra years, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like for, like, our parents' generation, a lot of, like, minority mothers, like, if they got a chance to work, it would just always be treated as, like, a secondary role. It's, like, your main job is to, like, raise the family. But, like, now that the kids are grown up, like, yeah, like, the extra income won't hurt. Mm -hmm. Like, that kind of mentality. Yeah. So So I think that's, like, happened for so long that me. First of all, like, I'm just, like, mad that the fact that they actually even did that, I feel like you you deserve like a ten thousand dollar bonus just for like your yeah. <laughs> I definitely am not working there. Like that was the immediate turnoff where I'm just like, okay. You should have just been like, actually, I'm not gonna give this interview anymore. I already gave yeah. one. No, <laughs> I'm referring to the notes. And like you know, like Houston's so diverse, right? So it's like growing up, like I wasn't very exposed to like severe racism. You know, like maybe when I was really young and like my parents were like trying to put me in the good school districts and like I wasn't conscious enough to like find people who like looked and sounded like me but like you know I went to high school where there was three white kids in my grade you know like 10 white kids as a whole in my high school yeah so like crazy I think I could count the people of color in my school on my hand yeah graduating class why yeah no and like then I went to UT which is like white people central you know Mm. like running like affirmative action cookie stands on the road just to like agitate people kind of situation oh god now I go to like an HBCU right like I go to a law school where Mm. again like I could count on one hand how many white people I interact with you know in the last year Mm -hmm. but then my career doesn't match that right Mm. it's like Mm. I can either choose to work for like a place that's like oh yeah like we're all people of color, like, that's our thing. Or like, you know, I could be like, okay, I'm gonna try to like, insert myself into this very white water, and like, see how far I can go, right. But I feel like I always have to choose. I either have to be like, all white going out, or I have to be like, no, I'm only minorities, right? Like, there's no in between. I don't know how I feel about that. No, I agree. It's like, there's two different versions of us that we have to like, adapt to based on where we are mm-hmm. because there really aren't that many times where I, I'm a blend yeah like I'm no. usually either hanging out with like my Indian friends or I'm with like my American friends I agree. I, like those groups never like combine no I completely yeah. agree I think like that also like just the going out thing like even that started from when we were kids dude like we used to wear clothes on top of clothes before we would leave the house put them in a backpack and then go out with our friends like it was just like to wear shorts (laughs) it wasn't even to wear anything interesting it was to wear a pair of shorts or like a dress that went above the knees it's like little things like that I'm like shit who I am at home is not who I am at school is not who I am at work is Mm -hmm. not who I am now in my own apartment like it's yeah yeah I feel like we've always had so many personalities yeah I'm like uh, luckily like my parents I had it easy my parents weren't strict about like what I wore and stuff like I was like such a tomboy that my dad was like please wear a skirt you know you're a girl (laughs) you know but like it's really funny I had friends whose parents were like oh you can't leave the house wearing this or like simple things were like where are you going? And they're like, oh, we're going to this person's house. And then I'm just like, but wait, we're not. Like, you know, like, just stressed out. And like, 
In, yeah. It's Indian kids, right? At the end of the day, they're not doing meth. They're probably all just hanging out and watching TV. <laughs> I remember I had to like cover for one of my friends because she just wanted to come get ice cream with us after school and her mom would have like freaked out if she wasn't on time. So we had to come up with a lie that we're in the library and it was just like, we're literally uh, just getting ice cream. <laughs> like why can't, why is that not acceptable? Yeah, that is, yeah. I, I hate, the amount of times Aria, you have covered for me have been insane yeah. <laughs> and like I won't even do like it was never like obviously like meth like never anything that's like I would regret in my life it's always just like yeah, you're not like friend. you're not like sex trafficking yeah. or like you know something <laughs> like larceny you're not kind of like <laughs> so much worse I was probably hanging yeah. out with a boy or some shit okay I like, remember one time your mom called me because you had a sip of a beer in front of her and then she called me for like an hour talking about it and I was on like my dad was also listening and then he was like why is she so worried it was just beer it's not like it was coke it's, yeah. okay wait that that was actually a really interesting story <laughs> so I was this was like post freshman year I went back to Iowa for like my uncle's wedding okay and so it was a whole family and then like I met up with my friends and we went out and then I was just hanging out with them we were playing like true American and so your girl was, your girl was good <laughs> um so I didn't go home until later like to back to their place but I was hiccuping because I was coming off like oh, okay God. and so then my mom's like why are you hiccuping and then I like my uncle no like knew he lived in Iowa City like he know, knows everything that I've always yeah. been up to Oh, he's like, no, don't worry about her. She's cool. She's cool. Like, let's just give her, we'll give, we'll, did you eat? Okay, cool. Like, he was trying to distract. She called Arya the next morning. She was like, I can't believe she's done this. <laughs> like, all this shit. I'm like, when are you going to know? Like, this woman's trolley still, like, refuses to believe that I have, I consume alcohol. Like, uh, alcohol. <laughs> we have a drinking podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, everything sucks. <laughs> And it's just so funny. Also, your mom was very much present at the engagement, and I very much offered her tequila shots. No, there was a Dude. point when we were like 20 deep in passing tequila shots down. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I remember I was talking to your mom, actually, and then I, like, handed her a line, and I was like, you're going to need this. She's like, don't worry. I, we've been doing this long before you guys have. I was like, pop off, queen. The only time I've gotten alcohol poisoning in my life, it was on a vacation with my parents in Mexico. Oh, <laughs> my God. Literally. No, to the point where I'm, like, begging my mom to take me to the Mexican hospitals, and she was like, <laughs> calm down. You just need to throw it up. Do you want me to stick my fingers in your mouth and make you throw up? Like, I'm like, just end my life. Isn't that also so much better? So that like that's like the worst you've ever been. But it was with your parents, with people who can care about you, pay for all your shit back then. No, this wasn't back then. This was like a year and a half ago. Oh, shit. never mind. Even for the family cruise, dude, we drank wine in advance so that we could unscrew like the screw off ones and then pour whiskey in it and get that into the cruise as wine because you were only allowed to bring wine onto the cruise. We brought like oh. probably thirty bottles of wine in our suitcases on that cruise. Wine. No, but we were done by like the third day like we had yeah. to go off to a port and like restock those are amazing there's like your guys's family which obviously is like super chill and like <laughs> much more yeah. easygoing and i think that's also mm -hmm. why you guys ended up sane to be honest i was just about to say like so like coming from like a second generation indian kid right here you see a lot of us go to college and just lose it to where you're like i know this person's not an alcoholic but he's acting like an alcoholic like this guy was like valedictorian last year what's going on you know it's always the people who are the most
most proper who like go like off the rails in college the most sheltered you know and it's like I'm like glad that like a lot of them are able to come to their senses after but like I can say like the biggest reason why I was so like averted to alcohol is because like my parents just had it around growing up you know Mm -hmm. like it wasn't Mm -hmm. this like forbidden thing that like oh like you know I want to try like alcohol wasn't a big deal for us I feel like that's the best right because you got to be dumb to think like college kids are not gonna drink you can't avoid it so at least teach them like the worst kids you're right the worst kids are always the most sheltered brown kids and they're the kids that like at a normal sports bar are like dancing on the tables and shit and it's like you are gonna yeah. get all kicked out like please calm the yeah. hell down like, or getting kicked out literally yeah. or getting kicked out and oh you're my just god, like oh yeah. god i hope there's not a cop here like i have a question this is like kind of off topic but for me like even though my parents were so cool with like alcohol and stuff like that like speaking of college like you know people have sex right mm-hmm. like did, like did your parents ever talk to you guys about like birth control or anything like that like my mom actually has talked to me about that but it was more like interesting the way that she like danced about it she kind of like brought up like her own story and then she was like yeah so like this is just like how it is with like health and stuff and then she like paused and she's like is this something we need to worry about? <laughs> like, why Why are we having this conversation when I'm in a car on a highway? Like, I can't even jump out. Oh, no. I appreciated yeah. the effort, but it was very random. I remember I wanted to get on birth control, like, when I first got into college. Just because, like, I felt like I was anemic and my periods weren't regular, right? Gotcha, mm-hmm. yeah. But, like, I just, like, kind of sucked it up and didn't talk about it for a really long time. And then yeah. I met, like, other Indian girls who were like, oh, yeah, like, my period's totally irregular, too. And I'm like, so this is just a thing as a community we've all decided we're just accepting like yeah we're just accepting to have our period for three weeks oh and I was God. like I'm not doing this like I was like I have high anxiety like mm-hmm. not knowing when my period's gonna come and like just like constantly having to be prepared is not for me I told my mom I was like I need to be on birth control I have acne and I want to have regular periods yeah and my mom was like whoa what what why why do you want birth control like, <laughs> so I was like no it's like and she's a doctor (laughs) yeah she's a doctor and so it's like no 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 I feel like Indian parents are doctors until it comes to their children and they're like just have some healthy and call it a day (laughs) it's so stupid but yeah no um to answer your question I am on birth control but I had to wait until like I got on my own insurance because it's just not a conversation I could have with them. It was just isn't crazy. that so crazy? Like, how long have you had your period now? Literally like, 10 years? Fucking forever. And, like, it revolutionized my skin. I honestly just wanted it for my fucking acne. Like, it was literally just yes. because I was hormonal breaking out. And I'm like, I just need an end to this. Had a conversation. She's like, do mm, you don't need that. Take this Himalayan tablet. Take this Himalayan tablet. And oh, like, wait, remember that, like, blood purifier, like, Ayurvedic? medicine we're drinking (laughs) i literally had to like purge my body i was having diarrhea for three weeks i I don't know why it's such a thing my mom like whenever i'm visiting with your boyfriend or something like she'll be like don't share anything that doesn't need to be shared um your body's like like you have to not have those (laughs) oh no i thought she was talking about like information oh dude (laughs) that's what i was thinking (laughs) oh family secrets okay cool no this is body secrets (laughs) don't do anything like 
you know, like some boys are not. I'm like, okay, mother, just stop talking. I was like, please stop. Like, I know this is hurting you physically. Just, just shut up. Like, and so I, yeah, don't worry. And like, I don't think this conversation's ever gonna happen. They're gonna see a child pop up one day, and like after I'm married and shit, they'll be like, oh, nice. Cool. And Dude, don't I don't think, think you're a virgin. <laughs> Imagine like admitting to your parents that you're pregnant, though. Like, even when you're married, I feel like that'll still feel wrong to me. I'd be so scared. <laughs> I'd be like, I'll be like, hell no. God blessed me. Yeah, like I'm virgin. <laughs> Mary, but like virgin Madri or something. Yeah. Wait, have you guys seen that put a finger down on TikTok where you get like your mother to be in it and you're like, put a finger down if you think your child has done this and it's like done drugs, like drank, oh, yeah. had sex, kissed a boy. I wonder how our parents would react to that. I'm scared to find out, but I feel like it won't be too bad. No. Or could it? Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. I would not put the fingers down. I'd watch her put her to stay. No, yeah. It's her putting it down to see what she thinks you've done. Oh. Like you don't admit to anything. It's just like what you like what she thinks you have like the white families obviously that are like oh yeah like whatever just be safe like here are condoms like yeah here's a bottle of vodka <laughs> enjoy life like whatever and then there's our families that are like don't ask don't tell like this is like please don't yeah. think about your life what i find interesting it's it's very selective because like when it comes to like alcohol and stuff like it's not like it's fine like i can be as open as i want but like when it comes to like relationships and dating they're like just tell us if we need to know. <laughs> Just tell us yeah. what we need to know. And yeah. you know the craziest part is that like we as women and minorities don't talk about our own health at all. Went to my mom and I was like, yeah, mom, like, just, you know, I got my period. And she was like, oh my God, that's so great. And then invited aunties over and like all of us sat and chit chatted and they were like giving me blessings that I got my period. Oh like my never God. at once she was like, now that you got your period, you could get pregnant, you know, like yeah. be careful, you know, like. Oh no, just like gave me a blow dryer for becoming a woman. And I was just like. Up until I saw that sex ed video, I thought you could only get pregnant on your period i don't know where i found this information but i thought that was the rule that is so I mean, like i still thought that was the rule what no, dude, like you... aren't you the most fertile no it's like f seven to ten days after your like period ends is like your ovulation day and that's when you're most fertile <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> why we need like different layers of sex ed this is not like yeah this in fifth grade like and then seventh grade and then health yeah dude mental health is another thing that i feel like oh that God. line applies to so hard yeah. like dude i, I also so feel like mental health is so like underplayed with like immigrant parents especially because I feel like they're they grow up with the minds of like oh I left everything for like my family like I've been through hard times which is very true but it also like desensitizes them from our struggles because they're like I've given you everything what do you mean no I agree I think it also desensitizes them from their own struggles like yeah. I see my parents really struggle with like serious mental health stuff like you know like whether it's just like they feel really stressed out in their own lives. And then like mm -hmm. you see it like live out through like small pit pats they might have with someone or, you know, yeah. just like them just like being really upset. And it's like, do you want to talk about something? Like, is everything okay? And they're like, yeah, 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 everything's fine. And I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> just <are you> like <laughs> it's very difficult to get them to open up. It's very difficult. And when they do, then it's just like, an overwhelming like w like tsunami of like this is everything that's been happening i was like oh my god now i'm over yeah <laughs> we just don't like, like talk to therapists i just our, i'm more really like our parents yeah. 
I'm like, I'm trying to get my parents to like, because they're getting older, life is changing. They're going to go into retirement and in like the next mm-hmm. like five to 10 years. I'm like, these are like, your life is about to change like astronomically. Start seeing a therapist. Like you guys mm-hmm. can, obviously you can afford it. Like just start talking to them and like knowing where you're at and like your mental health. They're like, no, no, we don't, we don't need that. That's not like, it's all state of mind. Like mental health is not a real thing. And I'm like, I don't know if your parents say this, but my parents always say like, oh no, that's like, that's what Anu is for. Oh no, that's what Vijay is for. I was like, you guys need to talk to someone outside of someone who lives the exact same life as you. For the first time in their life, they're coming to this point because like all of our parents got married and then had kids very immediately. Mm-hmm. But now they're in their state with their life where they don't have their kids. It's like basically like they're living as a couple independently for the first time in over 20 years. That's Whoa. so true. Yeah, my brother just left for college this year and like I don't live at home. So it's just my mom and my dad. And especially because of COVID, like my dad's a consultant. So he's been at home and like the dynamics are so interesting. Like my mom will come home and my dad's, my mom's like, hey, like, why isn't there any chai or anything? And he's like, who do you think I am sitting at home doing nothing? I work all day. It's like so interesting. But that is such a good take, dude. Cause I did not realize that. Like that didn't hit me that they haven't mm-hmm. been just a couple for freaking forever. Like yeah. it is insane. So now they're, they're like relearning each other and that yeah, like they're restarting dating. Yeah. We just need to talk. I feel like everybody just needs to talk about <laughs> shit. Like brown people would not have this much imposter syndrome if they just talked about life. Like I feel like this whole question of like, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Are you good? Like that needs to be the follow up question. Like yeah. it's okay not to be good. I'm not good. Are you good? Like yeah. everyone's instinct is like, yeah, I'm good. How about you? It's like instinct reflex. Yeah, yeah. Like oh man, this this took a turn. Like started somewhere, and we're like at the Indian families need to talk about mental health. But I feel like it's also like related to imposter syndrome in the sense Mm -hmm. of like, as Indians, we're super expected to like not focus on the bad things, right? It's like, keep going, like, you know, like, look at how much good you have in your life. Mm. Well, it's like, but that gets like so hard driven. Like, I feel like other than like maybe our generation, but it compensates so hard that it's like, you're not allowed to be sad because look at how much I have. And then you you feel like the shame for like not being happy, even though you have like all yeah. these like blessings. But like everyone has a problem. Like you can't go through life yeah. without having problems. It's sometimes it's like even hard to tell about like different like my views on like societal things because she's very like I want to be as positive as possible Mm -hmm. so it's like it kind of gets to the level of like denial like there's like let's just not talk about the problem let's just like brush it under like look at all the good there is yeah it's like we're never gonna get past it if we don't have these conversations as a person in society like you have to learn about like what's going on yeah I think it's also like an immigrant thing just because like we're in like for them it's a new country like you have to be on your best behavior you don't want to be like sent back even though we're never gonna freaking get sent back I don't even like it just like the little things of like we don't belong here but we're trying to belong here and like for us Mm -hmm. like we were literally born here we're born amongst like the other like goons that are in our like generation like we will act American and they don't deal with it well because we don't act like what they think their kids would act like it's like you've raised us here we act like everyone else in our generation and you guys like I I want you to also feel like you belong everyone all of us belong we are working here we're paying taxes like we're totally like functional but it's just like trying to be 
on your best behavior always like hiding the bad only think about the good like this country has given us so many opportunities like yeah but it's also fucked you up like (laughs) this hasn't been great we're just facing different issues than we would have in india now it's not like financial struggles but now it's more like societal struggles and like just like dude being a person of color in america is not easy this past year since covid has happened i got super involved with Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. and just this concept of being not grateful for authority, the government was so unpopular. They were just like this whole concept of like, oh, well, if they just worked harder, they'd get what you want. It's like, no. no I was like, trying to explain like the model minority myth to my parents and that caused yeah. like a big like argument that we had to like table the conversation because they're like, no, but like we came here for education. And I was like, that's because you had the privilege of coming here for education. You weren't, you're your ancestors weren't like <laughs> shipped here as slaves like how yeah, is that you had the <laughs> option to leave for a better life yeah like, like that is a privilege in itself and i feel like some that part gets neglected because like yeah being an immigrant in america is difficult being a first generation immigrant starting from scratch is difficult mm. but it's also a privilege that you got to choose a hundred percent I feel like people like almost like when they hear that people interpret that as being like I'm telling you that your hard work isn't hard and it's like yeah I'm not saying that at all like I'm saying you probably pushed yourself to the hardest you know Mm -hmm. but our pathways are not as ruggled and rocky as someone else in this country right like we do get associated with being the smarter ones in class and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like there's just simple things where like if you don't expect people who are they see to be working certain jobs right like it's very unusual versus like if you go back to india it's like everyone looks and works like all different types of jobs right like it's really not based off anything like that and like Mm -hmm. it's also been very frustrating on the opposite end of it right like recently there's been a lot of like well you're a model minority so like you didn't experience what i'm experiencing you know and then that's like the worst part of it because then it's like minorities like putting down other minorities mm. when we all have the shared yes! experience of being inferior we're all technically <laughs> yeah. inferior according to society yeah. so why are we fighting yeah i completely agree for me like when the movement was like first starting i was talking to my parents about it because i like i also like when i talk about like anything that's related to like human rights and stuff i get really like emotional and like getting really attached mm-hmm. to it and then you get like angry crying yes i angry cry so hard that's all of us dude it's all of us. so bad and so i was trying to explain to my parents they're like why are you crying and i'm like i'm crying because i'm frustrated first of all and like second of all like why don't you get this like i don't understand how yeah. you cannot get this like I, it came to me so easily to understand, like, this is not normal. You shouldn't be treated this way. I've never looked at a cop and been like, oh, my God, I'm scared. And that is privilege. Like, I'm lucky to not feel fear of, a, like, a cop. How do you, my parents not understand this? Like, <laughs> like I don't. And then finally, I think they finally got to a point where they understood it. Now there's, like, a whole Asian Lives Matter movement that's happening, especially mm-hmm. in New York and, like, big, like, cubs like that. My parents are like, please watch out. And yeah. I'm like, okay, so why was this not controversial? Now you get it. Yeah, yeah now yeah. you get it. And first of all, I am not the Asian that's targeting. Why is it that now that Asian 
is said that you're like, oh yeah, this is valid. Like no questions asked, nothing. And I'm like, I don't get it. Why is it when a cop is abusing someone, it's more okay than when another person is abusing someone? Like I feel like a cop abusing someone should be objectively worse. I think it has something to do with the way like authority was drilled into like our parents' generation's heads. I feel like Mm. our generation questioned authority a lot. Like we're very used to, like I call out my parents whenever I see them doing bullshit. I don't think twice about it. But I can't imagine my parents calling out their parents. Like, no i'm starting to see like a little bit of like arguments and stuff come up with like different minorities on the internet and stuff i'm like please don't like don't we really need to stay stick together like like our parents generations have definitely perpetuated like a racist mentality we're finally at a point where we both i'm like please like i don't want to lose this like i don't want to lose the end like we're so anti-racist and i love it that's perfect just stick with it like let's all like understand that we all come from different walks of life and like some of us are like the freaking model mentality or like sorry model minority or whatever and i'm like so it's just irritating as minorities we've just like been put up against each other so we're not like i'm like not a hater but i think like especially when you said like the save asian lives it's like now they care because it's like okay like i'm supporting all asians you know like that's who i'm here for so now that it's affecting me like my favorite thing is my mom's like i was like after uh uh, like you know Kamala Harris became like vice president I was like oh my god like a woman of color VP like that's so big my mom's like you know I just didn't like how she was like oh like this is for all my Indian women too and I'm like what do you mean she literally yeah, said she's like no she what? only shouted out her black side you know she's half Indian too and I'm oh. like can we just not like oh. acknowledge and love that like she's a woman of color just living yeah. her life all right guys um I know that was a really like scrambled but really informative <laughs> episode I really like this conversation so I hope you guys liked listening to it yeah wait thanks so much for being thanks on for having me. we should make fun no Thanks yeah, for having it was great me. having you. I know if you ever need your little poly side desi girl over here, like <laughs> make our own little like you know headshot for me. I'd be down, dude. I love it. Wait, yeah, yeah, we should all hang out soon too. All right, guys. Um, as usual, um, rate us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and yeah. TikTok and Twitter. <laughs> we can barely use it, but we will now. Yeah, um, but cool. All right, guys. Um. Let us know if you guys have any thoughts on this episode. Feel free to shoot us a DM or something. Um, That'd be really cool. See you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.